Today, here on Cincy Business Talk with Mike Roth, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer. We'll be talking to business leaders about how they have grown their businesses and people. We discuss new strategies, tactics, and philosophies which lead to positive growth in our marketplace. Our program is sponsored by Sandler Training by Roth & Associates. Each week, we'll talk with our best Cincinnati area top executives about their tools and insights. Our regular listeners will be given the edge that will help them win in a competitive environment which we live. Simple solutions to complex problems which challenge all of us are rarely correct. We will address complex problems or opportunities with appropriate solutions. If you have questions or comments, contact Mike at Mike Roth at RothConsulting.net or call Mike at 513-753-9400. Now your host, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer, Mike Roth. Thanks, Scott. This is Mike Roth. I'm here today with Rob Jutze with Senior Impact. Rob, thanks for joining us. Sure. Thank you, Mike. Before we get started, let me tell our listeners about a couple of the shows that are coming up. We have Chip Shriver from Shriver Security Systems coming up next Thursday, and Ryan Walker from Differential is going to be on the air on the 6th of September. And on the 19th of September, we have Steve Beeler with Kemba Cincinnati Federal Credit Union. He should be a really good guy to have on. Now, let me tell tell everyone about Rob. Rob, for the past 13 years, has been the owner of Senior Impact Publications. Senior Impact produces an older adults resource guide in 12 markets across the Midwest and South. The older adults guide is a Soup to Nuts Directory of Services for Seniors, Caregivers, and Professionals. Rob works closely with area agencies on the aging in each market, and these agencies are the primary distribution partners for the guide. They've been doing that for 13 years. 13, yeah. Hard to believe. Hard to believe. You must be having fun at it, otherwise you wouldn't keep doing it. I am. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Prior to uh, Rob's involvement with Senior Impact, he was a corporate counsel for environmental quality management and an associate attorney with Lindhorst and Dridham. His main areas of practice were insurance, defense, workers' comp, and property law. So you're an attorney that's no longer practicing law. Recovering attorney. Good, good. So you fit the the model of the show, because in in the past we've never had any attorneys. Right. I don't practice anymore. uh, I'm an active now, so there's no active. Good. Then then it's going to be a good show. (laughs) Rob is a member of the board of directors of the Cincinnati Area Senior Services, and he's involved with the uh, Rotary Club of Cincinnati. Uh, that's where we met. That's true. Rob is a graduate of Moeller High School, Center College, and University of Dayton School of Law. Rob resides in Kenwood with his, with his wife, Bartley, and their four girls, Mary, Kate, Maggie, Ellie, and Molly. He's a member of the St. Vincent Farrell Parish, where he served on the Parish Pastoral Council, as well as the Athletics and Bingo Committee. Bingo committee. That's kind of like the Rotary Bowling Committee. I oh, imagine. it is. Well, Catholics in this town, you got to have bingo. They got to have bingo. Okay. Let's see. Rob, why don't you tell us how you go from being an attorney in the law practice to being the publisher of a magazine? Well, it started with an idea my father and I had. Uh, we always wanted to work together. We never really had a chance. He ran environmental quality. I was the in-house counsel there, but we never worked very closely together. But we always wanted to. And he retired in the late 90s, but he's the type of fellow who could never sit still. He always wanted to do something else, and so we were talking and we were looking around, and we came across the Old Adults Guide, which was started by a lady named Kathy Almanseek. And we, we we talked to her. We decided to purchase the book, and we worked together for several years doing the book together. And it's been a, a very rewarding experience for me to be able to work closely with my father. And that was pretty much the impetus for it, and we found something that was – I liked doing it because it was something – that was productive and something that was really helping people. Mm-hmm. So when you bought the book from Kathy, uh, how many cities or markets did it cover? She was in seven at the time. Okay, so you've added at least five more markets. We have. Mm-hmm. Would you tell our listeners which markets you're in? Sure. We're in Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky, Columbus, Toledo, Cleveland, Lima, Ohio, an East Central Ohio book, which is kind of the farm county over in Coshocton and Biasville, Marietta area. Mm-hmm. We'd also do a book in Chattanooga, mm-hmm. uh, St. Louis, and Rocky Mount, North Carolina, of all places. Okay. There we are. 
So you mainly here in the state of Ohio. And, yes, we are. And, but you are doing some books in other states. We have. And uh, those are actually some of the older books. The St. Louis book has been around for about 15 years now. Mm-hmm. And if someone was interested in picking up a copy of the, the book, Senior Impact, where would they find it here in the Cincinnati market? Primarily the Kroger pharmacies carry the book. We uh, distribute most of the books through Kroger here in town. The Council on Aging also has numerous copies, which is our local agency on aging, as well as Cincinnati Area Senior Services. So would I find it on display right there at the Kroger pharmacy counter? If they still have them. They go pretty quick at a lot of the pharmacies, and they came out in, I believe, February or March this year. So most of the pharmacies are probably out by now. Mm. But you might still be able to find some, hopefully somewhere. Interesting. I know I've I've never looked, so I probably haven't seen it. Yeah, it's one of those things that we need to – one of the challenges is getting out word that, that the book is available in certain places. And, and Kroger's been great because it's it's everywhere. They're in every street corner around town, basically. So it's mm-hmm. a great distribution point for us because most people, when they go shopping, go to Kroger. Mm-hmm. And, the, and it's nice time with the pharmacy because a lot of seniors and caregivers of seniors always stop at the pharmacy to get the medications for them. So – it's a nice place to have the book available. Mm-hmm. So how many thousand copies are distributed? It varies from city to city. Here sure. in Cincinnati, we print 13,000. The most we print is 25,000 in St. Louis. The lowest we print is 7,500, which is northern Kentucky and a couple of the smaller areas. Mm-hmm. Well, northern Kentucky is almost Cincinnati, but they, because it's a different state, they have different laws. They do. Different agencies, the states vary. Uh, the federal information is all the same. Mm-hmm. But the resources are all localized. So in Cincinnati, you basically have all the Cincinnati resources. People don't cover both areas. They don't cross the river much, so it it doesn't make sense a lot of times to have both northern Kentucky and Cincinnati information in there unless it's something that covers both regions. Federal as opposed to state. Right. Great, great. And the book is supported by advertisers? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. The book is given away free of charge. The agencies um, aren't required to advertise. Some like to. Some support the guide. Some print more copies because they have such demand for them. But the agencies are basically our distribution outlet, so we don't require them to do anything monetary. So what happens when a guide is, in quotation marks, sold out in the first month or two? Do you reprint them? No, we just will print the, the annual book. We want to make sure our advertisers get their full 12 months. Mm-hmm. And if we printed more versions, then they wouldn't get their, their full 12 months of, of coverage. So we, we print once, and that way we don't sell again until the next 12-month cycle starts. But if we was a ma- demand for an agency run out of 1,000 copies, you wouldn't print out the, the January book again in August if they wanted them? If they wanted them, the, the cost is such that it would be really difficult to do that. The printing costs are really built into the first 5,000 copies of the books. We try and print enough that it lasts them throughout the year. And we work with agencies year to year to make sure they have enough books for the year. We'll up publication in in some of the cities if they really have a demand and and it hasn't been met through the year. It is kind of tough. It's a a balancing act because you want the books to get out as quickly as possible so the advertisers get their, their, their money's worth. But you also want to make sure there's enough books on hand because there's always demand throughout the year for them. So sure. it's, it's it's always a tough... Uh, you know, people turn 65 every day of the year. Yes, they do. So new people would want the book, I, su- I suppose, when they retire. It it really varies. It depends on when... It's not just retirement. It's when you may need home health care. It's when you're deciding if you want to move into assisted living or move into an independent facility versus you know, staying at home. There's a lot of issues involved. So we try and cover just about every topic a senior or a caregiver could ever encounter in the aging process. There's meals, issues, transportation. If you can't drive anymore, how do I get to the grocery store? Things like that that you know don't necessarily mean, do I have to move out of my house? So it, we try and cover those topics and, and the transitions that, that people face as they age. Uh, so, you know, when you, when you look at the major metropolitan areas in America, you don't have a guide in most of the major cities. We do not. Is that intentional or is that just expansion? It's probably a little of both. We, we've we tried to stay close to home. The further we get away, the harder it is for us to really be a difference in time with a, with an agency and a community. Plus, the bigger cities have a lot of that stuff already in place, and there's so many resources in a city like Chicago or L.A. that putting them in one guide would be a fairly monstrous task. The books now, the Cleveland Guide and the St. Louis, are about as big a market as we like because 
the book doesn't get too huge, and it still contains all the information people need. Mm-hmm. How many pages is the Cleveland Guide? The Cleveland Guide is 128 pages, and the St. Louis Guide is about the same. And the Cincinnati Guide is? It's 112 pages. Okay. Those are the number of pages. Wow. Yeah, we try it. It has to be in 16-page increments. Normally, that's how our printer works. And so we work with them to make sure that the information we have fits in those page ranges. If we need to print more, we'll print more pages in a book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And your dad's still active in the business? He is not. About five years ago, he stepped back a little bit. And even sooner than that, we kind of worked the process out where he would kind of work less and less. And he still was active helping sell ads in a couple of cities we had and was helping us with editing and things like that. But now he's pretty much uh, just enjoying retirement now. Okay, so the book consists of information yes, and advertisements. It's primarily a resource. It's a directory of services, name, address, phone number, and all information on things. The nice thing that sets our book apart, I think, is that on top of just the directory information, we list terms for people. We have questions they can ask if they're not sure where to start. Terms for people? If all the defined terms, defining the different terms, the different types of housing facilities, oh, what they mean, what right. the different home health terms mean, legal terms, things that people aren't really familiar with when they're starting this process and trying to mm-hmm. figure out what services fit. We also have checklists for them if they're not sure what type of service fits their needs best. We have little helpful hints and take note boxes, little tips for people mm-hmm. that we've kind of gleaned over the years from different agencies and things. So it's more of a, a total resource, but the primary driver is a directory information. Mm-hmm. Okay. And tell us how you go to market. Well, about six months before we start the book, we we talk to the agency, get a time frame together. We then go through the book page by page. Uh, I have a, a Actually, it's my sister who does this. She goes through each book, calls every phone number in the book to make sure the information is still accurate. We verify every phone number, every bit of information in the book. The agencies also help us out with that and tell us any new type of services, new agencies that are on board this year. They help us with other updates as well. So one of these new home health care uh, franchisees comes into town and opens up two or three locations. How do you pick that up? Usually they will approach the agency and let them know they're around. Uh-huh. The agencies work with the state. Each local agency has what's called a passport program, and that program is the, the funding for a lot of services for, for seniors if they need things like home health. And if someone wants to be on the passport provider list, they need to approach that agency where they're located. So that's how we get a lot of the new ones. And when you start a home health agency, you pretty much want to try and tie yourself in with an agency or at least let the agency know you're there because that's the main point where people start for referral information to try and find out where these services are mm-hmm. because the agency is – that's what they're tasked with doing. Is being, when you say the agency, this is a state agency or a local agency? They are local agencies through the state. The Ohio Department of Aging has split up the – the state into, I believe, 12 different regions. And each region in Cincinnati here, it encompasses, I believe, Hamilton, Butler, Warren, Claremont, and Clinton County. And each agency encompasses several counties in their district. And they're charged with providing seniors with information and getting services out for seniors in that region. Mm-hmm. And part of that is is distributing the guide. For us, it, it's nice for them. It gives them a nice something to hand out to folks instead of talking on the phone and then letting them go on their merry way. So it's it's a nice thing for us, too, because it gives us a nice distribution outlet with the primary agency on aging that is the point for these services. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you distributing the the guide online as an online live resource? It is online. Right now our website is in the process of being redeveloped. We have information on there for each city. We've taken the book. And just the listing information is available on there for each city. So you can find information that's in our book on our website. There's also the forms that we have in the books are are online as well for downloading. But it hasn't been updated in a while because we are in the process of making the the website much more searchable and much easier to use, much more functionality for folks. Good. In a couple of minutes, we're going to take a a short commercial break, and we're going to listen to Jimmy Fox, talk about Tip Club, a networking group here in Cincinnati that I sponsor. And next Tip Club meeting is September 19th from 7.30 to 9 a.m. here at our training center in Eastgate. Jimmy, why don't you tell our folks about Tip Club?
I'm Jimmy Fox of Tip Club. Tip Club is a professional networking organization whose members help each other succeed. We meet once per month and provide a forum where business-to-business professionals are able to connect with more desirable opportunities and build long-term strategic partnerships. I'm inviting Cincinnati Business Talk listeners to come to our free networking event. You'll have the opportunity to meet new people, share leads and referrals, and grow your business through strategic alliances. Membership in our Cincinnati group is open to only one person per specific trade or occupation. Business-to-business professionals only, please. We do not accept multi-level marketing or recruiting-driven memberships. This is our only group in Cincinnati. We'll meet on the third Thursday of the month from 7.30 to 9 a.m. at Sandler Training by Roth & Associates, 4357 Ferguson Drive, Cincinnati, Ohio. To reserve a seat, please go to www.tipclub.com and click on the Events tab at the top of the page. Then, just scroll down the list until you come to the Cincinnati event. Or you may call 800-798-0270. That's 1-800-798-0270. Thank you, and we look forward to seeing you at our next networking event. This is Mike Roth. I'm back with uh, Rob Judsey of Senior Impact. Uh, Rob, uh, so it sounds like it's area by area, state by state of of the distribution of your book. How do you go to market? How do you you find advertisers in those distant markets? Well, we've built up a list over the years of folks, uh, primarily the the housing facilities, home health care agencies, and the hospitals. And you pretty much have a feel for all those because our book lists everybody that's in that area. So we have a list of everybody who who was out there built mm-hmm. in into our books. And I do have in a lot of these independent sales reps who will sell ads for me, and they know the market pretty well as well in that area. They know it better than I could back here at home in Cincinnati. If they're in Toledo, uh, they know Toledo better than I do. So they know the places to contact. So we'll generate the list, send out our sales packet, usually send a copy of the guide because it's always nice to, for folks to see just what we're proposing to them. Our sales people will follow up with them, and if they take an ad, then we'll take it from there and get their ad generated if they need one. Make sure we get in the right location of the book, and we're set to go. Mm-hmm. So how many uh, independent uh, marketing representatives do you have working for you at the guide? Right now I have four. My father was the fifth. Mm-hmm. I sell a few cities myself, and the agencies, um, in one of the cities, the agency prints the book without advertising. Our Rocky Mountain book, they print the book without advertising. They have funding that they've generated enough to, to, to print a book themselves there. Okay, and they decided that they didn't want ads. Right. And, you, and how many years is that, that, that version? This will be actually the first year without advertising down there. This will be our third book that we've done for them. But the first without advertising. So they just pay the whole tab. They pay the tab, and uh, they they we print the books for them. Interesting. Uh, what are the obstacles you think you see in the marketplace for growth, if any? Well, I think the move to the web and and every all the resources there is kind of a hindrance. Print is going away. Eventually, it'll it'll be minimal, I would think. Fortunately, in our market. The seniors prefer the, the the book in their hands as, versus going out online and searching things that way. Sure, the average twenty year old got to Google it. Oh yeah, you know uh, the average seventy year old yellow pages. Yeah, well, I don't know if it's an obstacle for us so much as I look as an opportunity because then there's the website for us. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no print cost, of course. So that's sure. that's a nice that's, bonus that's there. The plus side, the, yeah. The minus side is. People have to find you on the web. That's true. It's much harder to find you on the web, I think, than it is to go to Kroger and find your book or talk to the agency. Right, right. In Kroger, you, you, you're at a directed location at the pharmacy. That's true. Uh, how, what are you doing now uh, in terms of search engine optimization? Anything? We've done a little bit of that with the website in flux right now and, and having this new one coming online in the next few months. We haven't done a whole lot of that, but that's in the plan for when the new one goes online. Mm-hmm. And Who's one, doing your website? I, I, I take it you're not doing it internally. Oh no, I wouldn't know. The, I don't know the first thing about this. I'm illiterate when it comes to uh, 
the web. But we have a company called NetBlazing down in Florida that is putting our site together. Mm-hmm. How'd you find them? A referral through a, a friend of mine who does a lot of internet uh, retail work. He has a website that sells school supplies, and he used them to develop his website and was happy with them. So we decided to give them a shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are people going to be able to buy anything over your website? Eventually, the plan is to maybe have some sort of retail store, maybe where they have senior type products, the larger handle things. Uh, there's there's phones out there with larger buttons. Oh, yes. There's, there's the, the wide grip type of uh, things out there that folks can buy that are easier to handle for seniors. Right now, it's mainly just information and links to our advertisers and our other agencies that uh, partner with us. Mm-hmm. So if someone clicks on uh, an advertiser on the website, will that take them to the advertiser's uh, website? It will. It'll mm-hmm. take. It will have a. We'll have a box there for each each location or each facility advertiser with their own blurb on our site. But if they want to find out more information, there'll be a link there to the advertiser's website. Mm-hmm. You know, the newest thing is where you click a button, then all of a sudden you got a Skype call to that advertiser. That's interesting. Yeah, I haven't heard of that. Now, uh, the interesting part of that is that you, as the uh, website purveyor, could say, "Hey, you advertise with us, and we know that there were 97 calls from the website to your facility over the last 30 days or six months." That is nice. That's proof of concept for the advertising. Yeah, that's and that's part of the the nice thing about having the click through on your site as well, and, and. I guess it's the Google Analytics or whatever they call it mm-hmm. that tracks all this. It's so much nicer than telling people that, you know, make sure that you say older adults guide when you call someone on the phone if you have our book in hand. Make sure you tell them you saw it in the older adults guide. Yeah. Well, most people forget. Yeah. Uh, you guys have a, a long-term strategic plan? Our plan has always really been, it's more of a mission, I guess, is to make sure when we do our book, in the city where we are, to make sure we get as much information out to seniors as we can. It's all. It was Kathy's mission when she started this book to have a one-stop shop for seniors, and that means getting everything in there, no matter if it's an advertiser or not. You want to have their, at least their name, address, phone number in that book. So when people look at your book, they know it's the, it's the comprehensive source, and they're going to find everything in there they can possibly find. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the challenge in the future. And that's always been our plan is to make sure we have as much information there as we can. So while we're talking about the future, what do you see as the opportunities and possibilities for your company? I think the web is is a great possibility and opportunity for us. I think the nice thing about the web is you're not limited by page counts. So you can put as much information out there. The key is getting the right information and quality information because there's such you don't want it to just be all noise where there's just all sorts of so much information you're blinded by it. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure the information is clear and it really can help the people make a decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know there's a lot of confusion between various home care uh, health agencies. There really are. It, it's it's tough, I think, for – and I'm going through this right now with my father who's who's needing services now. And it's kind of funny because I never really had to do this firsthand. Putting the books together, you're kind of removed from it. But sure. now – you know, once you're into it, you really understand just how complex it can get and how you really need some help because most people don't really think about five years from now, what do I need to do to make sure my dad's going to be all right? Or what do I need to do to make sure I'm going to be okay in 15 years? Because you just, those things never really enter your mind. Right, right. I know we had that problem with my mom when she was in Florida to find an agency that could send someone who could give my mom an insulin injection once a day. Yeah, it's, it's just simple things like paying the bills, mm-hmm. things you'd never really think about. But one one of the other in the relationship takes care of that. When that one individual can't do it anymore, the other one is, is all of a sudden at a crossroads and, and, you know, in a panic almost because you don't know what – you've never had to do that. You've already relied on the other person to do that. Mm-hmm. And where do I go and how do I do that now? And so it, it's not just the person who's getting like care. Accounting service or bookkeeping service available for seniors. There are some in different cities. There, there are individuals who will help you pay your bills and make sure your books are okay and, and do your work for you. A lot of accountants will do that type of work as well. But it's something that's kind of not well publicized, I guess, and it's not a real area where you don't really know where to go to market that. I would imagine sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you uh, do you have any advertisers like that in your books now? 
We do have a couple in different cities. In St. Louis, a longtime advertiser is a fellow who's been doing this for years and years. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's he's a loyal advertiser in St. Louis. We've had folks who, from time to time, will, will take an ad. Some of the businesses you kind of worry about sometimes with those type of things because when you're dealing with somebody's finances, mm-hmm. you really want to make sure the people you're dealing with and your, your advertising your book are people you can trust and that you can let your, your viewership trust. Do you uh, actually run a... Uh... At a business bureau check on your advertisers before you put them in the book? We don't. We only rely on the agency. And the agencies being on the ground in the cities where we are know what's going on. They know which agencies are good, which agencies are, are, are maybe not so great. And if an agency ever tells us we don't think you should approach somebody, then we don't approach somebody. It's always their call because it, it basically it's, it's their book. Mm-hmm. We want it to be the agency's book. We're kind of the... the man behind the screen putting it together for them, but it, it's, it has the agency logo on the front. It has all the agency information, other ones distributing it. So we want to make sure that they're happy with the people in the book. Okay. So the agency is really acting as the one of the sources of quality control. Right. Okay. Uh, what types of things are people asking you for that aren't in the books now that you're thinking of putting in? One of the things we've looked at that's growing a lot is is when you're selling your house, there's now real estate agents who are certified um, to be what they call a senior real estate specialist. And that's an area that is kind of growing. And any type of senior type of focused portion of a a business are things that are kind of areas of interest for us because there's always new things. There's always new uh, ways of looking at things. The aging in place term that they use now Mm -hmm. is not just People coming in to, to care for you and, and do your dishes and do, you know, drive you to the, to the grocery store. But it's almost like child-proofing a house for seniors now. Okay. When you're younger, you would, you know, you'd, you'd cover up the outlets and do things like that yeah, so yeah, your kids were safe. But now strange plastic latches. Yeah. That sometimes adults don't know how to use. Yeah, it's still hard to open up. But so, now for seniors, it's the same thing. You know, make sure the stove is covered and make sure the carpets are, you know, the surfaces are smooth because you can catch your feet on on a carpet and fall, and falls for seniors are one of the most serious issues uh, facing a senior. It's hard to believe a fall can be fatal, but... Going around and putting Velcro on both sides of a carpet, I can yeah. understand that, yeah. Uh, Rob, if someone wants to get a hold of you to ask you a question after the show, uh, how do they do that? They can call uh, Senior Impact. Our phone number is uh, 513-791-8800. They can visit our website. There's a, There's a portion of just which is www.seniorimpact.net and they can contact us there or they can email me personally at info at seniorimpact.net rob we'll be right back after a couple of short commercials this is mike roth cincinnati's most experienced sandler trainer at the first sign of trouble there are three types of business leader the first type of leader is like a turtle he pulls his head and tail in and hides in his shell Turtles hunker down, just trying to survive. The second type of leader is an opportunist. They're like eagles. Eagles spread their wings and take advantage of the winds. They catch the storm wind and rise to new heights. The third group, between turtles and eagles, are called turkeys. Turkeys are average and anxious. They huddle together and move. They never saw. However, turkeys are easy prey for those who seize the opportunity and soar. If someone in your industry goes out of business, are you going to get the business? The question is... Which type of leader are you? Will you seize the opportunities to take market share and grow, or will your fate be like the turkeys? If you're serious about growth, call me to arrange a confidential meeting, 513-646-6523, or check our website at rothconsulting.net. This is Mike Roth with Sandler Training, finding power and reinforcement. Are you tired of prospects saying, I want to think it over? Are you tired of being an unpaid consultant? Call me at 513 513- Six four six six five two three on the web at rothconsulting.net. Company owners and sales managers, are you sick and tired of hiring a salesperson you think is Tom Cruise only to get Pee Wee Herman on the first day of the job? Call me, Mike Roth, 513-646-6523 to stop this from happening to you again. This is Mike Roth and Rob Justy. Rob, uh, we have a theory of operation here at Sandler that simple solutions to complex problems are invariably wrong. Therefore, to solve a complex problem, you need to have an equally complex solution. 
So perhaps uh, in your uh, history there at uh, Senior Impact, you could share with the audience a complex problem that you developed a complex solution for that might be transferable to another industry. Uh, let me think. It's it's kind of we've been lucky in that we've been pretty seamless. But in St. Louis, we had an issue for for the longest time. We were with a company or an organization called the Breakthrough Coalition, and they're they're an organization of, of providers, home health agencies, housing facilities, meal providers, things like that. That their their goal is to further the senior community and to help with the issues out there and get those out more in the forefront of the community. And we did the book through them for the first five or six years. Well, they wanted to go in a different area than doing a guide. So we had to find a new distribution partner out there. We have been with the agencies, and the agencies got a, a, the bulk of the books, but the agencies were, were cutting back a little bit on that because of what Breakthrough was doing. So we had to find a, a new location to get the books out and still make sure the books were getting out to the people who needed them. We approached several people, several companies, and the one we, we ended up talking to the most was Schnucks. And Schnucks is a grocery store chain out in St. Louis, which is kind of like Kroger here. They're based in St. Louis, a little family-owned company, and they have 65 or 70 stores in, in greater St. Louis and in western Illinois there. And through talking with them, we decided we put the books in the pharmacies, much like we do here at Kroger. The problem with that is they needed someone to get the books in the pharmacies for them. We had to figure out a way to do that for them. We ended up contacting a company called Dominion Distribution, which distributes books. If you ever go to the front of the grocery stores and other places, you'll see the racks of all those those things that are up there, and that's what Dominion does. They put the books in the racks. Well, I, didn't, I don't like having the books in the racks. I liked having them at the pharmacy counters because over time here at Kroger, the pharmacist knew who really needed the book and who didn't. So if they knew a customer of theirs really needed some other things in their life besides just what they were coming there for, they'd make sure they got a copy of the book. So I wanted something more like that than just throwing them out there as a shotgun approach and hoping people pick them up. Mm-hmm. The Schnucks people took to the book and, and really liked it, liked the fact that there was something additional they could offer to people that would drive more traffic to their pharmacies, which they found happened. The problem was how do we get those there? So Dominion was the one to get them there. Over time, Schnucks saw a demand for more books. Once our allotment was gone, mm-hmm. they needed more books. So we had then coordinate more books for them to get more books in following years to them. So our distribution went from 15,000 to 25,000. But now we have 10,000 more books, and where do we put those 10,000 books? Because the pharmacies, if you've ever been to a pharmacy, you know there is no room. Yeah, the space there is they're, they're pressed for space, so they can barely have you know the 100, 150 copies they get at each pharmacy to begin with. So we work with Dominion then to store those guides as well as provide me with an opportunity to know which pharmacies need more books. When they would go to the stores to make their run for the racks that they put in the front of the store, mm-hmm. they would from time to time check the pharmacies to make sure the pharmacies had enough books. If they didn't, they'd notify Schnucks, who would then make sure that pharmacy got more books. Okay, so in St. Louis Dominion yes. handles the distribution of books. So if I, if I had a pharmacy and I was all out, I could order order them from Dominion. Right. So Schnucks, Schnucks and Dominion worked together because of their relationship with the racks in the fronts of the store. So that was a nice fit for us as well because they knew they knew the area. They also knew the stores, which was nice because the folks who, who deliver the books to the racks know those different locations because they've been going there so often. So they, they kind of knew which ones needed more books and which ones didn't to begin with because they just knew the population of the area was either a lot of seniors or not so many seniors or or the area just uh, so how does this the book distribution work in a city like Cincinnati? In Cincinnati, uh, we have someone now take the books at Kroger Pharmacies. Used to be I'd take them around myself. Mm-hmm. Part of the joy of being self-employed and having your own company is you get to wear many different hats. And I got to be delivery boy early on, so I got to. If you want to know where a Kroger is in town, let me know, and I can <laughs> point you in the right direction. But event, over time, it works so well for Schnucks out there. I figure well, let's do the same thing here. Mm-hmm. So actually, Dominion has an has a outlet here in town as well, so we use them to take the books around there. So Dominion keeps the, the racks full at the Kroger's. They do. Are you following that same model in other cities? No, we're not, because the, a lot of the other cities, the agencies want the bulk of the books. They, they love want, having them. They want 1,500 or 10,000 books delivered to their main warehouse, and they handle They do, but... Again, they, the agencies really, they're basically a, not have an office like we do. They don't have a big warehouse facility to, heat, to keep these books. So then we have to work with them 
either making sure that they get out to the areas that they want them quickly or get advertisers to get books. A lot of, a lot of advertisers like to have books as well to hand out mm-hmm. because it's a nice little something to hand to somebody to remind them of, of who gave them the book, and it's a nice resource to give to somebody. So advertisers like having them as well, so I need to make sure they get their allotment. And the agency has enough to hand out. But it's an it, it's kind of hard sometimes to get the books of the agencies because they don't have a loading dock. Mm-hmm. They can handle 10,000 copies or 15,000 copies a guy. It's basically 200 boxes of books coming to their doorstep. And each box weighs? About 20 pounds. About 20-pound boxes, and you have 200 of them. Right. That's kind of rather overwhelming to, to most businesses. It is. And the agencies, it, it's... Their eyes are kind of wide. The, you know, when you work with a new agency and the first time the books show up, you kind of try and warn them there's going to be an avalanche of books coming your way, and you'll need to find space for them if you want all the books. I can find a way to get them out if you if you want me to. But most agencies want to keep the books, and they like handing them out themselves because they, they know who needs them. Good, good. Uh, let's go uh, back to how you grow the business. Uh Right now, as 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 we're talking, are you thinking of adding another city, or are you you you're busy enough? You don't need the additional business. I think with the web, the new website coming online, the, the, right now the focus is working on the website and getting the information that we need to get on the website and building that up. Mm-hmm. And once that's done, then maybe going back out and looking to expand into some cities. So your website is going to put online the various directories that you already have. Yes, it will. It's going to be. Much more involved than that because, of course, we're limited by space in the book, page-wise, mm-hmm. where on the web, we're unlimited. So a house facility now just has name, address, phone number in the book. We'll then have on the web more information about the facility, more of the services they provide, their website. They can link to their website. They can click on that facility. Home health care agencies will be able to more have more information to tell about what they do. And it'll just be nicer. It'll be easier to search for that stuff and find it there. Mm-hmm. So you put photographs and your movies on your website. We're hoping to put. I don't know about movies yet, but photographs. We'll have a map, a little map quest there, where you know if someone wants to find exactly where they are, they can click on the map, which will take them to uh, probably Google Maps. I guess is who we're going to use, mm-hmm. and they'll be able to know the exact location of the facility, how to you know get directions to that place if they need it. Which, will, which you know, of course, in the book, we, we try and we do break things out by area. Mm-hmm. So if, if you're in the east side of town here, for instance, if you're in Hyde Park, we'll have a Cincinnati East look, you know, the portion of the book where we'll have those facilities located. But we don't give the, you know, it's hard to give the exact location. You know, can't have directions in the book where the web, you can have a map and tell people how to get there. Sure, sure. And on, on the web in Cleveland, where it takes you 45 minutes to go from one, one end of town to the other, it's, it's a pain in the rear end. Yeah. So it, it, it's a nice help. And the web, again, I think is where things are going to be going eventually. So you need to have a presence there and have a, a something where people can really rely on and have a, a good information there for people to have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there uh, any new technology on the horizon that you're going to add to the guide? Nothing I can think of now. It's not really technology, more of the way that the senior community is, is providing services. Uh, the aging in place that we talked about earlier is something that is kind of an example of that. And there's other things that, that like Centenary Senior Services is doing. Um, they they provide all the meals in town, but it's mainly provided um, through a funded program with the Council on Aging through the Passport Program. But there's also what they call the private pay elements, which are people who, who make too much money or above the threshold to get assistance mm-hmm. but still need those services. And CAS is trying to get into more of the private pay type of thing. So there's there's that with the agencies trying to get into more of the, the private pay type of sector uh, for their services to get into that that group. Okay, good. We're going to take a another uh, commercial break, and we'll be back in a couple of minutes uh, with a couple of other interesting questions and discussion. This is Mike Roth, Cincinnati's Mike most Roth, experienced Cincinnati. Sandler trainer. Many salespeople tell us business was really easy. They likened it to gathering fruit in an orchard full of ripe trees. They gathered the low-hanging fruit. They had to get baskets to pick up the fruit that was already fallen. They never had to climb a tree. They worked this way for 10 or 15 years. Given the strong economy, this was no problem. What are you hearing now? The economy has slowed down. Salespeople are competing on price. There's still business now, but salespeople have to work harder. The fruit has not fallen from the tree, and there's no low-hanging fruit. The fruit is there, but it's higher up in the tree. 
The problem is their salespeople have forgotten how to climb. Do your salespeople know how to climb? If you or your team needs to learn how to climb through and up out of tough economic times, call me, Mike Raw, at 513-646-6523 or check our website at rothconsulting.net. This is Mike Roth, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer. Finding power and reinforcement is what it's all about. Today, I want to tell you about the ways that our clients have found to fix their companies and lives. Earn more money. I'm not for everyone. I'm expensive, tough, abrasive, and not politically correct. But if you want to have great financial results, we need to talk. Albert Einstein said insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. I teach my clients new and different strategies, tactics, and behaviors that get dramatic results. If you're serious, dedicated to getting better, and want to earn more money by selling more to balance your budget, we need to talk. Call me, Mike Roth, at 513-753-9400, extension 102. Tell me your toughest business problems. Then, if you qualify, I'll invite you in for a free meeting. 513-753-9400, extension 102. On the web, rothconsulting.net. This is Mike Roth. I'm back with Rob Justy. Uh, Rob, perhaps uh, you can give our other CEO leaders a business leadership tip, something maybe that you've learned. Yeah, my father was a great influence, and he ran a couple companies. A company for environmental quality was a company called PEI Associates, and any any type of environmental engineering work or consulting work in town uh, ran through PEI for years and years. And one of the things I always noticed he did is he let the people work for him work. He he didn't care how the job got done, how you did it, just so it got done the right way and it got done on time and the way it was supposed to get done. And I, I've always thought giving the people the freedom and not overlooking every little thing they do and giving them the opportunity to blossom on their own and to develop the things they need to do and give them the time to do that is, is I think, vital uh, to keeping people happy when they work for you. If you're always questioning somebody and always looking over their shoulder, it, it, it kind of tends to, I think, make people tighten up from time to time. And there's times you have to do that, mm-hmm. but when you find someone, a good employee you can trust, to give them the freedom to do the things they need to do and get the job done is, is I think, something that is, is always something I learned from my father, to a good way to, to let people go and, and keep them happy in the workplace. Yeah, that's one of the things I find. you got to first hire Good people. That's true. And if you and and I've in talking to other folks who who friends of mine who who do the same are involved in business. They've always said if you have to pay somebody a little more, it's than the typical employee to keep your good employees. Then that's money well spent. Mm-hmm. And I think that the whole trick of it is uh, getting the good people. It is. It's, it's always a challenge finding good quality sales reps for me. And that's when I find someone, I want to make sure I, I keep them happy and make sure that I, I'm doing what it takes to, to keep them uh, successful and making sure that I make their job as easy as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, how effective has your company been at achieving its goals? I think it's been pretty effective. Our goal is to get as much information out to folks as we can, and I think we do a good job of getting information in the book. I don't think we do a great job a lot of times of making people aware of the information and finding the right avenue to get people who really need those services and, and people who need to see that and the people who our advertisers will benefit from. Getting that, getting the word in front of those people is always a challenge. And I think there's always ways we can do that better, and we're always trying to find ways to benefit that because if our advertisers are happy, it makes, you know, we know the book is getting out to the folks who, who really need it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, do you have a game plan uh, per city or is it overall or both? It really varies from city to city because it it a lot of times is based on the involvement of the agency, and we want to have an agency that's involved in the book and really gets behind the book. Some agencies really get involved in, in the editing process, in the distribution process, and and really find the book as as a vital link to their services to the seniors. Other agencies are kind of like, yeah, great, we'll take the books, you know, we'll get them out to folks, and then it, it, it lies on it tends on us more to do the editing work and the review work and things like that. How many employees do you have? Really, just um, the sales reps and my sister, who does the the, the review of the books and uh, answers the phones for me. That's really about it. 
So it's kind of lean manufacturing. It is. <laughs> okay, that's good. Uh, do you have turnover in uh, your sales team, the reps? Because I imagine they're only working like three or three to six months a year. Yeah, and we try to find sales reps who have other who are either salespeople who have another full-time job where they, they're allowed to do this or able to do this, or someone who does something with the agency uh, that has knowledge of the senior community and can do this on a part-time basis, or our fellow in Chattanooga who's retired but still likes to do things and, and sells ads because he knows the community so well. Um, some cities have had turnover. It, it, it's really interesting because the weaker cities are the ones we have the turnover. I think it. it Advertisers, if they know there's consistency with us and continuity and the same person's calling them every year, I think it helps us lend credibility to our book mm -hmm. versus someone who's different every year calling. Mm -hmm. uh, as you uh, examine your company uh, and the components for growth, usually it centers on three things. Uh, we call it sales efficiency. But the, to, to be efficient as a business, you need great strategy, great people, and a great process. Which one do you think is stronger, strongest for you guys? I would think probably our strategy is probably the strongest because it's something really no one else is doing. And it, it sets us apart from any other type of publication out there where our strategy is to, to include as much as we can in there. And it's not a pay-to-play type publication where only people advertise get in the book. It benefits the agencies and it benefits the seniors when they get the full spectrum information. We do, you know, the advertisers are obviously set off in the book and get a lot more space and a lot more notoriety and exposure in the book. But we always feel we need to, to list everybody in there, and our strategy's always been that. And, and things that where people can't advertise, food pantries really don't have an advertising budget, and, and a lot of Meals on Wheels programs don't have budgets for advertising. But we want them in that book because it's a service that's vital to seniors. That's something like uh, home health care agencies, which do advertise on the radio, right? Uh, just out of curiosity, how many different ones are there in the Cincinnati book? Oh, my goodness. They, in Cincinnati, there's probably seventy or 80 different home health agencies in town. And how many did you say, 70 or 80? I would think so. Not seven or eight? No. Well, there's, there's zero back there. Yes. Wow. It's a, You'd be amazed. And in a bigger city like Cleveland, there are, I would say, over 100, 150 services that provide that. I mean, some are, are, you know, you've heard of some of them because they have the, their, their larger companies and sure, franchise that. visiting nurse services. Yes, DNA or, or comfort keepers or home helpers, all these ones that are franchised different cities. But there's a lot of people who are on their own and do this, or they have a small little company that uh, they, you know, they, they do this with two or three people versus having a franchise. They just got on their own and do it. They were a nurse and decided to do this. Um, instead of being a nurse, they, they thought, Let's just go out and do this and help seniors this way. Mm -hmm. so I'll start a home health company. Okay. Didn't realize there were that many of them. It's, it's, uh, it's amazing. And it, it's growing, too. That, that's such a, a growing area of, of the senior business because people don't want to leave their home, but yet sure. they, they can't get around like they used to. So is that regulated by the states in any way? There are certification processes that they go through. Um, it's... J-H-A-C-O, and I'm not sure what the acronym stands for. No, sir. But I just the, couldn't open up a home health care agency next to the Sandler training. You could, but you wouldn't be certified, and, and people probably wouldn't flock to your door if they, they found out you weren't certified and you weren't bonded. Uh, people get bonded. They have background checks for their employees. A lot of things you have to do. They, the passport certification with the state is, is another nice thing for, for home health agencies to show people. But, yeah, anybody, I think... And I may be I may be speaking out of turn here because I don't know the ins and outs of, of licensing for home health care. Um, but I do believe it, there's really no no licensing. No barrier to entry. Yeah. 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 It, uh, when Sandler started offering uh, certifications this year, uh, my company, I have an associate in Columbus. We're the only two people who are certified in Sandler training. Oh, really? In a three-state region. It turned out none of my competitors decided to, to get certified. Probably their mistake. Uh, as a leader, uh, Rob, what motivates you to make really tough decisions? Well, that's a good question. I think trying to do the right thing, really, what I think is the best for the people I serve, the best for the agency, the best for the seniors, 
the best for the advertisers uh, and just what's best for because they're the ones who, who drive the business. If I do something uh, that they don't agree with or things that uh, they're, they're not really on board with, I want to make sure they're happy. I want to make sure the agency's happy with the way process is. I want to make sure the advertisers are happy with the way the book is being distributed. So I want to make sure that those folks are really happy with the way things are going. So you have the curious anomaly of having two customers at the same time. I do. And you got to stay in balance. Yeah. Uh, a lot of things drive the uh, the CEO of companies. And uh, in, in our view, uh, there are three extremely important uh, things that, that have to be looked at. Uh, outlook, which is your core beliefs, uh, desire, passion, and the commitment, the, the willingness to do whatever it takes to be a success. Can you tell us a little bit more about each in your own words? Oh, geez, I guess the commitment is just uh, trying to make sure that the book is, is up to date, that people can rely on the information we have in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the information's bad, then we haven't done our job, and people suffer because of that, because they're not getting the right information. They rely on us. They trust us with the book. Um, that's always my belief is that we want to get the the great information out to folks and give them the information to empower them to make an informed decision. And if we're not doing that, we're not doing our job. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, any last thoughts of stuff you want to add, Rob? Oh, I don't know. I, I uh, So people here in Cincinnati take a quick trip out to uh, Kroger's to pick up your book. Yeah. I know next Next time I go to Kroger's, which isn't often, I'll make sure to t- take a look at your book. Well, thanks. Just it makes to see you. if it's there. <laughs> well, yeah, tell, I mean, make sure if you do need services, I think our book is, I'm, of course, biased, but I think our book is the best product out there. Uh, there's really nothing else that compares as far as the breadth of information, the depth of information we have in the book. It seems like you've developed a, a niche for your business, which is uh, rather unique. I think so, and I think the fact that we're tied in with the agencies on aging is really uh, a feather in our cap because those agencies are are charged by the government with with providing this information to let a private company like us come in and provide that information for them is really something I think is is commendable to Kathy, who started the the company, Mm -hmm. to be able to do that and her thought process of having that there. And I'm just really trying to carry that forward and make sure that that vision is still met. Mm Mm-hmm. Good. Rob, I want to thank you for uh, being on the show today. Oh, sure. Thank and you. And appreciation. I'm going to give you a copy of the Sandler book, The 49 Sandler Rules. Thank you. Uh, in the book, you'll find a copy of the local Sandler training calendar, over 40 hours a month of training. Pick a class or two. There's a free pass in there. Come in and sit through a class with us. All right. Thanks okay. again for, uh, for joining us. Scott, why don't you take it away? Thanks for listening. This program is the property of Sandler Training by Roth & Associates, Inc. The show may be distributed only with written permission and then only in its entirety. If you have any questions or comments, contact Mike at MikeRoth at RothConsulting.net or call Mike at 513-753-9400.